0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of You're Already Accepted: A Community Rewatch. I have Christian Redacted Last Name here <laughs> alongside Jonathan Redacted First Name, Thank Redacted you. Last Name. Thank you. And then Ethan Daniel Redacted Last Name. Oh, oh the middle name. The middle name. Yeah, I, 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 you're my brother. I, I can say that. <laughs> so today, folks, we are looking at seasons, season two, episodes sixteen and seven, or no, seventeen and eighteen. For forgive me, uh, episode seventeen is Intro to Political Science, and episode eighteen is Political Science. Where was it? Oh, no, oh, science <laughs> make a little, little commentary. poli uh, yeah. no, um, Episode eighteen is custody law and Eastern European diplomacy. Um, Ethan, do you want to give a little brief synopsis? Uh, synopsis. Can kind I of help me through it? Uh, we have sort of three main plots, I would say. A brief synopsis.
1: I said there's really there's two main plots and then like a third tertiary. Plot. They're kind of all intertwined though. Yes. So Greendale is going to be visited by Vice President Joe Biden. Joseph Robinette on his Biden time talking about education to her and he wants to meet with the student body president but there Greendale. is not one there is not a student body president Correct. because they don't have student government so they have seven hours to find a president and so we get a bunch of students who decide to run Annie who actually is really probably taking it the most Very, seriously varying levels
2: of
0: commitment for sure I would yes. say Annie is the most
1: committed yes uh, Jeff then is kind of uh, running to just go against Annie cynical a point. Yeah, yeah prove a point to her Politics Um done. Britta runs or doesn't really run, she goes up and says that people don't need to be governed. And everybody. she doesn't, doesn't care. Yes. Um, and then uh, Leonard runs, I don't really know what his uh, platform is. Leonard? The wig party. That's his party, but what's his platform? He doesn't have one. He's, he's- and Pierce's platform is whatever's high enough to push Vicky off to her death because he's <laughs> mad at Vicky who we get introduced to because she wouldn't lend him a pencil. So Pierce is running more so just to Despite make Vicky. fun of Vicky. Yep you have magnitude um, pop pop, plot pop yep, for sure.
0: <laughs> star burns um who doesn't want to have a negative light shed on his drug business so he yes he admits and to it then, and then
1: garrett he just wanted ice cream yes so. so that's kind of the main plot but then the other side plot with that is with uh vice president biden coming to campus there are social or er, social security there are secret service agents scouting out campus the week before and abed says oh yeah i noticed them around and so spotted. Uh, agent volers and her he partner who i don't think has a name he does but I remember. i don't remember, I don't remember his name he's pretty you know, forgetful, forgettable. Uh, are are really interested in Abed because he noticed them. They're not used to being noticed. But Agent Volers kind of has a romantic interest in Abed. She, the yeah, kind of oh, a kind spark, of yeah, yeah, with a little <laughs> chemistry there. And so, jeez, you two get a room. They they Surely are even suspicious notices. of him, quote unquote, so suspicious. But it's first, really a code for her endearment. For yes, to yeah. to get to um, to search him his room. So mm. that's uh, kind of the main. Plot details. Is there anything else I'm missing? Really? I mean, I so. Jeff really. kind of gets uh, a lesson learned in terms of not caring. But also, Annie gets a lesson learned like, you know, friends are more important than the student money yep. president. And the, oh, yeah. So the winner of the election is South Park. We should throw that, you know. <laughs> not, uh, not like Mike Oxlong
0: or Phil Mahooters. <laughs> yes. The typical never,
1: Mickey Mouse, you know, the typical write ins. I've never heard
0: Phil Mahooters. That's <laughs> <the riff. laughs> brilliant. Uh, Pat, Pat McGroin is uh, <laughs> and her husband Holden. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but yes, uh, uh, they 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 do not take the uh, the election very seriously.
1: I yes. uh, kind of like the e pluribus anus, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do what do you expect? So, Jonathan, do you have any A plus scenes or lines from this episode?
2: Um, probably like the impetus for like or the emotional impetus for Jeff getting in the race, um, because and Jeff does this especially in these lat in these episodes, um. <laughs> That are coming up, but he calls himself like a lawyer. Not I was a lawyer or whatever. Yeah, and Annie goes <laughs> like, "Oh, if, well, if I see a lawyer, I'll I'll tell him or something." Yeah, because because
0: like because he's saying like, "Annie, you don't want to mess with a lawyer
2: when it comes to oh yeah, you know yes, politics." Yes. She's
0: like, "Well, if I see one, I'll make sure to keep that in mind." Like,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ding, yeah, <Yeah>. Annie goes <laughs> yeah, <that's> pretty savage. <laughs> Which okay, talking about uh, I guess it's marked in red here, but like I didn't love how long they lingered on his on his face afterwards. <laughs> I was like. Because there was no music either. It was just like, like cut the shot, cut the shot. Yeah, I know, cut the shot. Like it was just like. <laughs> well, my,
0: my my mark in red for Jeff in this span of episodes is that his hair is growing out and he looks like Tom Brady, like <laughs> oh, circa gosh. 2012, yeah. like whenever he's growing his hair out. So that mm-hmm. that kind of bothers me a little bit, but yeah. And it
2: should. As it should. How about say anything for y'all?
0: Uh, I I I don't know. This was a this was a pretty pretty fun episode. I liked the the dynamic of each of the plot lines. You know, I really enjoy, um Robin agent bowlers and, and abed that you just you kind of you kind of root for abed you know for sure whenever, whenever he's got a girl it's like ah, i want you guys to come back um and we don't see agent bowlers again unfortunately but it'd be kind of cool and we'll come back um i like how um so there are a couple of interactions so the first one is that Agent Bowlers and her partners you know, do a quote-unquote random search of Abed, and they find a uh, uh, pirated copy of The Last Airbender, the, the live-action one, so the really bad one. Um, and the guy's like, I, I should probably give you a warning for this. And Abed's like, well, where were you? We week go, ah! Which is not very Abed-esque, but it's still kind of funny. Um, the next one is that they just straight up sack his room and like rip up all his pillows and stuff. Um, but that's sort of like the, well, um, there's nothing really suspicious about Abed. Um, and we kind of mentioned that Agent Bowlers is interested in Abed, and so she uses mm-hmm. like surveillance as a as a as a tool um i really like the um interaction that they have where robin has been doing some research on abed she's like is there any reason why you uh you skipped or you had to take first grade twice essentially why you had to repeat it and he says something along the lines of well from what i'm told i didn't know how to use scissors i sat on the middle of the uh the seesaw, yeah, the seesaw. and <laughs> then uh, i never i always found the distinction between duck and goose to be arbitrary and she's like well why didn't you just pick the sixth person every time that's what i uh, would have done yeah and he's like well i always went with the fourth person and so that's a cute little interaction but then you cut to troy is standing right behind him he's got just like this goofy look on his face like geez you two get a room it's like ah Troy, (laughs) troy makes everything better and then i also like the the end sequence where robin has come back to monitor the ongoing situation at greendale because what abed does to get Get her to come back is uh he says something along the lines of like all right make sure you remember this that you can make napalm out of dish soap and dog food and uh troy is in the room and he's like what why would you even say it? like what does that that means nothing so um at the end the, the the kind of the final you know go home scene is um obid and robin are on a date but it's more of like he's watching a movie and she's watching him watch kick puncher um, oh yes yes and yes, then yes, he yes. like speaks into the lamp because there's a bug in the lamp He's like next <laughs> time you're in town maybe you can observed me having lunch honk, honk once for no and twice for yes. And then she honks and then she honks again. He's like, okay, awesome.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> for some reason I thought I remember the ending of the episode being like, she just honked once to say no. And I was like, Oh, why is, That's kind of a sad ending. But then no, she honks twice but to say yes. This is Cause you never actually see it happen. Cause well, no, no, I, I maybe, I don't know. Maybe I just, Maybe I heard him wrong. I thought he said like, yes, once for yes and twice for no. And she honked twice. I don't know For some reason, I thought that she like said no. Screw you, Robin. I was just like, that's kind of a weird ending. (laughs) Like she was interested in him and now she doesn't want to come back. But I also
0: liked, um, I don't know. I think Pierce's, his whole like vindication for Vicky. There's, there's a, there's a scene where they're, all of the candidates are standing on the platform and he, and like Pierce like leans over and he's looking down at at Vicky, kind of down the line. It's like, Vicky, Vicky, look at me, Vicky. And she just like kind of snaps over and just sm- scowling at him. He's like, I'm going to destroy. I'm going to crush you, Vicky. I'm going to slip your brains out of that melon that you call a skull. And then the dean is like, hey, just a reminder to our candidates that your microphones are on. Just a reminder and, that your microphones
2: yeah, are <laughs> Well, well uh,
0: they should be. I'm on fire up here. And then uh, he like just kind of goes back at it. He's like, you're weird. You look weird. You know that. It must be because of your overbite he like leans into the microphone a little bit uh and then at the end he has like a really poignant uh poignant speech because it's right after jeff and annie kind of go through the whole like okay jeff is sorry for being cynical Annie's sorry for embarrassing him from the school and pierce kind of like shuffles into frame and is like in our quest to hurt others we end up hurting ourselves because it is the self that longs to be hurt and then he, he turns to them and it's like uh, Vicky finally lent me her pencil but it's sticking into his cheek i don't know it's just it's, it's good a uh, good time i'm glad that Chevy chase got to kind of have a bit of a bit of a cool line for for once but and then also jeff's whole you know he's he's being kind of ridiculous with the whole platform of you know i don't really care if i get elected or not i just like seeing i like manipulating the crowd and so he's asked a question he's like you know what dean i don't want to say what i'll do i want or the, the greeno people want me to do what i'll say and then he like leans over and he's like, they love it when you switch the words around. And uh, it just seems like whenever you go to any like modern evangelical church, like that's very much what, you know, um, <laughs> y- 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 what a pastor would say, like you don't need to be watching or listening to the, you're already accepted community rewatch because we are already accepted in, 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 in the realm of Christ, you know, and so it's it's a very like, I, I resonate with it pretty well. So I thought that that was, I thought that was pretty funny. What
2: Ethan, a, yeah. oh, go ahead. What about, what do I want to do for Maria from Guatemala? Who, <laughs>
0: Nicaragua. Who works in the cafeteria? <laughs>
2: and there's like
1: nobody there. He's yeah. making it up. But yeah, I, I do like Jeff kind of it, the way he makes fun of politics. It's, 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 it's accurate. Yeah. It's accurate. And it's kind of funny that he so popular. He, it actually makes him more popular. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> for my closing remarks, I was thinking about smashing a watermelon. They seem to love that. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's a very like pasture, like having a skit video, edit. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> like it's it's over the top but he's he's got a point like with oh, yeah, like the right. politics you yeah. Get. yeah 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 so um i mean so yeah there's you guys have mentioned a lot of good parts from this episode there's a few this episode is one of my favorites that i kind of forget about yeah. until it comes back up and i'm i forget how much i, I love it uh i do like the opening uh the opening opening scene, scene yeah. with the classic wingers notch you know abed <laughs> notch. and then uh Amy says something about jeff's abs and he makes a, a, notch. a notch for ad mentions and then somebody says something else, and Troy like laughs, and then he just makes a notch. It's is notches. notches. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a pretty clever joke. And uh, see, I've seen this episode several times, and I'd never noticed
0: that. I don't. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention whenever I was watching the episode. But I was like, ah, that is actually like clever. Like it's funny. It's and very clever. Yeah. It.
1: I always love. I think I quote this a lot. Like I love the line that Jeff gives it. His when he goes up and is like introducing himself as wanting to run for the presidency. He's like just a fella i think beer should be cold and boots should be dusty i think 9-11 was bad freedom well i think it's just a little bit better
0: <laughs> and then later on he's like what's your favorite color because mine's a three-way tie between red white and blue kind of it's like bobby newport vibes yeah, exactly. kind of yeah i'm against crime i'm, I'm not afraid to say it.
1: it yeah or uh or what's the guy from parks and rec the country singer uh it's uh Bo burnham but yeah. Bo burnham, yeah
0: the country singer just it's like, it's like a Bring home the troops. Yeah. yeah. God
1: bless America. Thank you, moms. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, an, an underrated Troy line is whenever he and Abed are doing like the newscast on the close circuit television mm-hmm. and they're going through the candidates and they show Garrett's and Troy's like, Garrett, that kid's a mess. It's like God spilled a person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like listing all of Garrett's allergies and it's yeah. like everything, basically, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. And then Pierce running like just to get back at Vicky is so petty. That's such a Pierce thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it made me. Re- think of the 2016 election with a certain candidate who won the election and was just like making fun of you know and that was
0: the, the entire the entire episode is literally just like the 2016
1: yeah honestly like they kind of like, predict there's so
0: many there's so many candidates on the stage yeah. right and
1: some of them have different degrees of Simpsons predicted the future nah community community predict. did yeah for sure <laughs> and Joe Biden saying at the end oh I think I, the dream I, I was a real right? president yeah maybe maybe
0: so we we're, were all living in Joe's dream maybe
1: maybe Uh for the diorama question so for this week the question uh that jonathan did you come up with this one
2: yeah i said what would be the goal of your reign as greendale student body president mine would be to uncover to finally uncover the identity of the ass crack bandit
0: (laughs) and speaking of i also love allison Breeze's delivery of that line she's like the assailant only known known only as the ass crack bandit will be brought to justice and she does like the
2: stamping her fist (laughs) on her hand sort of thing yeah so that was that was my, I couldn't think of a better one. I mean, obviously, that's but that's pressing on But honestly, like if I was the president, I would just like use all the school's like resources and like convince the dean to go all out. And we probably wouldn't catch the guy but we, or, or, or woman. So if that was actually like in an episode,
1: if you were, you know, if that happened in an episode, I could see it kind of being like a George Bush with Al Qaeda, you know,
2: yeah, type yeah. of thing. I go Amanda Waller. On. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Like Sending the freaks. War, The war on terrorism
2: yeah, yeah. there's there's an old saying in tennessee so i think it's a texas
0: and, and it's a like, big everybody has to wear like a, a gown or a smocks so that way they can't like have their ass cracked. Yeah. yeah and it's like but unfortunately we got all of our smocks from the hospital which is all only front yeah, yeah. So, <laughs>
2: da, 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 da.
1: <laughs> that's a good episode yeah. i can't wait to do that one uh for right. mine I, I said uh more chicken tenders i just feel like good answer Yeah, like that was such an issue with the godfather episode Mm-hmm. And then you know, they never really seemed to have like figured it out. I guess so. No. And, I mean, everybody loves chicken tenders. Why can't you get more chicken tenders for the cafeteria? Like that would make you so popular too, because everybody loves chicken tenders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat a little bit in in the timeline where I am a part of the the Greendale community. I'm gonna place this episode actually after the second paintball, and I would say my entire platform is based on like the the brave Greendale students who who fell you know at the hands of City College, and so it'd be very much like Jeff. Leans into the patriotism, but I'd be like patriotism for the school of like, oh, I'm going to enact um, policy, you know, a, a veterans discount for those who fought in the baseball nice. yeah. wars yeah. and have a monument with like the team of the unknown Leonard or something like that. Or no, it'd be the two of the unknown, of the unknown student, but Leonard is the one who's walking back and forth. just like, yeah, I can't remember which way I parked my car. so It's like walking back and forth. And I feel like that would be very popular with the students because it's like, because later on in one of the next episodes that we're going to talk about, like Abed references paintball. So, like, I think uh-huh. it'd be funny to, like, kind of have that be a part of this episode as well, too. So that's, that's what I'd have. Also, to I don't
1: want to jump ahead of the extra credit, but while we're on the, the topic of the end of season two paintball episode, there is a Easter egg to that in this episode. At the bottom of the screen, when Abed and Troy are doing their newscast, there are two different little headlines. One says, uh, Dean plans end of year picnic theme is to be Western, hmm. Western theme. Which is a reference. Yep. And then also yeah. I think there's another one that's something about like shortage of paintballs. They, they you know they, re- they make reference to the paintballs, so just nice. a little fun. Dan, you dirty dog. It's <laughs> almost like catch. he had it planned out. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> and not like uh
0: the Star Wars lore of like, yeah. oh, George Lucas knew in nineteen eighty that he was gonna have the Clone
2: Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, for leaving the class, I had Abed. Um just mm. really like the unspoken romance between him and Volers. Like, Kind of like you said, like Christian, like that's just stuff that's just easy root for mm-hmm. ETR. Yeah, it's fun
1: and it's fun, it doesn't feel forced. Yeah, yeah, like
0: with it, when Brie Larson comes in, you're like, Really?
1: Yeah, <laughs> her, yeah, yeah. I, I, Voler's she looked familiar to me too with the actress. I don't know who she is, yeah, but I was trying to pin like she looks like an actress that I've seen that like it would have been funny if they would have had a more famous actress be the mm-hmm. we or like, yeah, yeah, or like, uh. <laughs> I mean, Brie Larson, I guess, maybe. Emma but Roberts. Yeah. Emma Roberts.
2: Roberts. Emma Roberts. And Emma I mean, Stone. Em, okay. You're thinking of Emma Stone. Emma Stone. We've been over this Emma before Roberts. on this yeah. episode.
0: I was thinking, <laughs> that one time, I was thinking about Emma Roberts. Right now,
2: you're thinking of Emma Stone. Jonathan, you've had this conversation five times today. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Are you feeling... Have you had plenty of water today?
1: For leading the class, I had Jeff. I wanted to go with Abed, but um, I didn't want to steal your answer. So i went with Jeff. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, the fact that he's able to show how stupid politics can be without, like, Like I think Dan Harmon is trying to not be preachy, but like is trying to kind of like poke fun of politics for this, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But also like show that it can work at the same time. It's it. He's pretty neutral on it, but it is funny how Jeff goes far enough to show politics are dumb that he's making fun of it, but that actually makes him more appealing. It kind of feels like a Parks and Rec thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it'd be apart from Parks yeah. and Rec, I mean, and that's
0: so frustrating. I mean, I think we might have we've talked about this before, but I don't think we've talked about on the podcast. Like, uh Pawnee doesn't deserve Leslie nope in Parks and no Rec. Way. Like, she ta- she loves the the people of Pawnee so much, and she like is very optimistic. She's like Annie. Yeah. But then every time you have like a town hall meeting or like whenever she gets recalled, like the people of Pawnee are awful. And that's like that's the point of it. Is like politics, government is messy mm-hmm. and it's
1: frustrating. But I agree, it's, it it kind of like, makes it hard to watch sometimes. It does, and it does. And that's why I I like Parks and Rec but it's not one that I want to go back and rewatch like the office or community or 30 yeah. rock. Like it just is frustrating, you know, yeah, after a yeah. while. And so, man, but that's a, that's a topic for a different day, I guess. Maybe.
2: What'd you yeah, get Cause for- like, she kind of like, cause the, I turned into a parks and rec podcast. Cause she's like, yeah, she has to like grind and grind and like fight through and, mm-hmm. and, and she that. just gets
0: taken off. Yeah. Right. Then- mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I wish that, I wish that in, I mean, this isn't going
0: to be from uh-huh. a parks and rec podcast unless we actually do that. But I wish that, Bobby Newport would have like pulled some streams. Like, you know what? No, Leslie us is going to stay in place. so like, Mm. she feels guilty because like, Oh, this is corruption because this, what is this? Sweetums? Like they're helping me out. So like, Oh, I'm actually going to refuse that because I believe in like the sanctity of elections. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like that would be pretty good. Yep. For, uh, for my lead in the class, uh, I'm going to say Pierce uh, just because (laughs) ruthless. I know that he's the villain and I shouldn't, I don't ever condone bullying. um, But Vicky (laughs) is not a real person. She is a a, uh, medium for Pierce to bully um and uh i don't know i just the my platform is going to be one high enough to uh push vicky off to her death just, and i don't know i think i think he does a good job of of being ruthless and he seems like he'd be somebody who actually would run for office i think he's yeah. an old white man but you know um <laughs> yeah so that, that's what i'm gonna say for for leading the class for my extra credit um i liked that the very first quote is uh pierce he's coming back from rehab after his, his drug addiction um and it was like, so we go to the bathroom and we uh, pull them out. Yeah. And I say, uh, we, I, go, I go with Tom and I say, huh, size more, uh, try size less. Um, and it's just kind of a, uh, an unfortunate reality that Tom Sizemore has been in rehab um, for some time. And so it's Chevy Chase. The, the, I also just like that this is kind of another running joke of like the group never actually studies for Spanish or this yeah. season, Phantomology. And so it's like, all right, here Chapter we go. Four. And the Dean walks in, like, oh, thank God. Yes. <laughs>
2: oh, thanks. Uh, so what story. is it, Dean?
0: <laughs> and i don't know um jonathan and i talked about this uh the dean's uh a meteor and it's ah. the, oh looks like you're in and we we've talked on the the podcast before about how like each character like their actor or actress does a good job of like playing what that actor or actress is known for and like jim rash's voice is very much the oh looks like you're in yeah um <laughs> So, so I really like that. So good. And yeah. also, this oh, isn't it looks f- like
1: this thing is. Uh, yeah. As a, this, has a this, minimum, it's good to know there's a floor. It's good to know there's a floor. <laughs> um,
0: but Agent Volder's. This isn't really a trivia piece, but she looks like she would always have chapped lips, like her hair, like. And this isn't against her or her actress. I just she she seems like somebody who's just socially awkward enough to not think about that. And I'm sure mm-hmm. like Abed. If they were to have a relationship, he'd be like, "I noticed whenever we met that you have chap lips, and you haven't washed your hair for
1: three days, but that doesn't bother me." Uh, so, I kind of, I don't know if that's supposed to be what you're supposed to think, but I kind of got the vibe that maybe she's also like similar to Abed, and that she kind of was like a little off. You know, I don't know if that's oh, yeah,
0: that's because she's a secret service agent, and she observes, and she had but whole, I mean, yeah. she had the whole. Uh, duck duck goose thing yeah she like makes remarks of like oh you smell like nice soap I so is that go. supposed to be
1: kind of the i like, mean she's also kind of like abed kind like of like virgin yeah
0: or, or just the fact that like she's a secret service agent and they're and they're never given a personality in movies that like, too but yeah. and olympus has fallen like the secret service agent is year to get shot so like i mean they don't have a personality <laughs> so yeah i think that's a show that they're compatible because they both think about those things
1: I ship us so. out ethan do you have any uh extra credit well i noticed that the uh, cafeteria has a pool table, which I don't know if they've ever shown before. Oh, because they show it in this episode with Jeff's playing pool at the beginning. Whenever Annie is talking about running and he's playing pool with some random girl, he's wearing a blue uh, jacket too, like he well, was in the so pool episode. Yeah, and then in the next episode, <laughs> I choose shorts, I choose shorts, yes. And then in the next episode, Chang puts aluminum siding on the pool table, <laughs> and somebody reps their like skirt on <laughs> I it. To that <laughs> point, but, like I don't think we've seen that before, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do like the candidate profile, like that they show for each person, like Annie's boobs, yes, or like Leonard's. Uh, his it says his last name is Rodriguez, which I make peel, a joke about to appeal this Hispanic population. Yeah, I couldn't. Was yeah. That what he, okay, I couldn't tell what Abed was saying there because he talks really fast. But I mean, so do we, it's true. Fine. But um, and then Leonard's party is the Whig party, yeah. <laughs> and his quote's like, "I remember all wars." So Yeah, making fun of Leonard being old. Um, and then another. I, I mentioned the the bottom ticker, like with the paintball reference. There's also a reference to Professor Slater. It says she's still missing. So we got our first uh, Slater shout out for a while. Oh, I'm not saying she a deserves good, it, but. That's a good uh, one. That's so, crazy. they haven't forgotten about Professor Slater. Or maybe mm. they have, and somebody who made the ticker remembered her. The man Bandit got yes. to her. <laughs> yeah, maybe she is the Ashcrack Bandit. There's
2: a hot take. Uh, Jonathan, do you have any extra credit? Uh, nothing I could find for this one, or nothing I could think of. But, uh, for my, like, Mark the Red, kind of conclusion, conclusion, <laughs> um, I just kind of wish that Jeff kind of had a personal motivation mm-hmm. to enter the race, uh, in terms of, like, oh, if you if you get into the race, then you <laughs> you win like a certain um I don't know prize or
1: like the president gets
2: a free parking spot or something yeah. I don't oh, know yeah perfect. which like they've done that a lot in first season honestly yeah. <laughs> they
1: yeah. priority you get registration this nice box. yeah
2: but, yeah or like yeah you can have some sort of control or something uh, but overall like I think initially I gave this episode a six out of ten because I think I had really high expectations for it uh, because um, like. Once the episode started, and I realized, oh, it's the like election one, student election. I'm like, oh yeah, super fun. Um, and like, again, there is good stuff here. And like as we've talked about it, we, we, you know, it's definitely brought up my ratings. I'll probably give it a 7.5 out of ten right now. Um, yeah, seeing magnitude, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, think, I don't think we've mentioned magnitude yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pop.
0: pop. <laughs> he's apparently 16 years old. In, in the in the oh, really on his card, it oh, says I didn't even 16. realize that, that because they also kind of lean into the whole like. uh <laughs> Two two polar opposites, one one just born, one soon to die. Yeah. Commentary on the meaninglessness of
1: not life or like the ridiculousness <laughs> of politics. You guys are missing the debate of the century. Yeah. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> which is is sort of stupid, like immature joke, but it's just funny enough because the fact that Leonard and Magnitude are the two like that are yeah. left, I guess, is funny. Um I, this I think this episode is enjoyable. I think I mentioned earlier, like it's one of my favorites, whenever I, like it comes up, but I don't think about it when I think of best community episodes. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's underrated though, just because like there's so many good lines and so many like good digs. at Like a lot of the characters, like Britta gets made fun of mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Pierce, like gets his comeuppance by getting like a pencil jab in his cheek, but like, he's so savage to so, Vicky. We mentioned um, the, the Jeff and Annie kind of rivalry is kind of fun because we don't usually see them bicker a lot. Usually it's them flirting. So it is nice to see them kind of have different sides. And then the Abed the subplot is fun. I would kind of wish there was um, more contributions from Britta and Shirley just because like, they kind of get left out. Mm-hmm. But, she, like, um, Shirley does a lot in the season, though, let's be honest. She does, but like, if you're going to have five of the characters be involved in an election episode, might as, and, and Britta has like a scene where she goes up and is, the government sucks or whatever, <laughs> but you could have at least gotten more involved from like Britta and Shirley where maybe Shirley is like, I don't know. They're like trying to get it to run for like the black vote or something, or I yeah, don't know, yeah. whatever. But um <laughs> it
0: is just running on an anarchy platform, and she actually wins. And yeah. She's like, well, I didn't want this, so I yeah. I denounced my claim. Or, or just get
1: a more of all, or even just like have Shirley have like one more line with like Abed's plot to, you know, yeah. Because she always kind of seems like she's the one that notices that Abed has the side plots, like the season one. I think it's season one where he delivers the baby, you know, mm-hmm. or uh there's another one where he's like kind of basically gone for the episode, and she's like, oh, I haven't seen you all week, Abed yeah it's because yeah. like i'm, I'm gonna dial it down after last week so i think just a little more contributions from Berta and shirley just to kind of bring the whole group into it would have been nice but overall i enjoyed the episode um i gave it a nine out of ten it's probably one of my favorites
2: especially mm. like with the shirley thing too like shirley is um i can't remember Does, is it her or annie that ends up as a valedictorian but like i don't think either of them do doesn't leonard or some somebody like they don't neither of them do mm well like thinking of sure like she's a good student like she tries really hard in school yeah. so it's like it makes sense that she would want to get involved and like kind of add that to her resume and stuff like that or
1: even if they just had a line where they're asking her if she wanted to run like for that reason and she's just like no oh, i'm pregnant like i don't have you know
2: maybe yeah you know just a, a throwaway
1: line like that just to explain what are you doing her-
2: dan 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 <sighs> come on man <laughs> it sure
1: sucks you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> jonathan and i were saying that earlier like we we this is a podcast about us loving community, but I can't think of how many times we've said, Man, this was a blows. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was in a bad mood when I watched it. Like, <laughs> um I, I thought this is I kinda agree. This is one of those episodes where I've never I'm never like, oh boy, it's the it's the um I wanna watch the campaign episode, but it's good um, in terms of like the jokes, the setups for the jokes, the plot lines of like, Oh yeah, Joe Biden coming to Greendale Community College, like Sure, I'll go with that. All the period, all the all the all the plot lines with Pierce and Annie and Abed and uh, I mean, even Troy doesn't really have much of a plot line. He's just no. kind of commentating on yeah. the on the campaign. But um, I'm going to give it a uh, Secret Service out of TSA in terms of it's uh, so, so pretty good. Um, you know, I'd I prefer to be part of like ATF or something like that, but uh, Secret Service out of TSA, I think, is pretty good for government agencies. Um, for so now going into our next episode uh custody law and eastern european politics let me go neg- uh, diplomacy diplomacy what yeah. do i say politics oh, well thing. we just we just politics on the brain so um the main plot line is um we're going back into the Shirley pregnancy and I'll be honest guys that's probably the worst part of season 2 is the Shirley pregnancy plot line but we're we started with a baby shower and uh this kind of playing into the whole okay well is andre the father or is Cheng the father um basically shirley and andre say that no matter what they're going to be to the ones who raise the 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 child and Cheng is like well you know what i i kind of want to i kind of want to be the father figure and so um shirley and andre want to want jeff to push cheng out of the picture he they'd say that cheng looks up to you you're living he's living with you um so like do something to make him forfeit his parents right i think it's just a sign of paper isn't Mm -hmm. it um you know obviously jeff is being selfish because that's what jeff does so he's really what he's really trying to do is just get cheng out of his apartment so he says something along the lines of like you know if you if you get your crap together and you actually do stuff then maybe you could actually be a good father figure not even necessarily for this baby um, because you know Chang says that he doesn't get to Chang a lot of chicks, so this is probably his last <laughs> chance. But that um, kind of leads into Chang, quote unquote, picking up Shirley's kids from school, and we find out that they're not Shirley's kids. And so then Jeff freaks out because like, what are you doing? You're an idiot. And so Chang calls the cops on Jeff for being mad at for being mad at him. Um, and we get to the the, the final kind of conclusion of the episode is that um, Shirley and Andre have to deal with the fact that Chang might be the baby's father and that putting him away in prison is not going to change anything and that they just kind of have to learn how to balance the good with the bad. Um, But while that's also going on, um, Troy and Abed are friends with Luca who's from the Balkans um, and the guy who plays him. Do you know, did you look up what his name was even? Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I just know that he's in a lot of like CBS. Like he he was, he was a, he was a mafia guy in person of interest. I can't even uh, pronounce it. it. I looked it Um, up. He he just, he just did stuff and things, you know, Enver. Yokash okay cool go with that britta wants to date luca because she thinks that he's cute but the problem is every time britta dates a guy that troy and abed like um she starts telling them things about kyle tall kyle kyle jeff <laughs> oh yeah. Nibble, jeff Nipple play Pierce? yeah oh no obviously as you can see we're still hanging out with jeff how's it going jeff best line of the whole episode so that's my a plus already blown um but because you find out that luca was a soldier um in some of the balkan crises and like you committed genocide which is in in an episode of community like it's actually kind of it's pretty dark it's pretty dark right like it's (laughs) it's played for last but you think we're like oh i mean yeah it's kind of crazy so britta tries to set up luca as in um she, she tries to make it look like luca stole the kick puncher 3 dvd but um abed catches her on uh video stealing it so the whole conclusion is that, you know, we won't we won't stop you from dating guys that we like as long as you promise not to tell us things about them, unless they've committed genocide. Then you could tell us or if they're left handed. Right. So if I did, <laughs> um, she could tell Abed that I was I was yep. handed. Um, I think for a plus that that plot line is is better. Right. I think that they mm-hmm. could have made the whole episode that um, I don't think really that Pierce or Annie or. I guess I guess surely is, but Pearson Pearson and they don't really have a whole lot, which is fine. You know, not everybody has to be in every single episode. But I love Abed's delivery of like honestly, honestly everything because uh, at the the first scene they're at the baby shower and Jeff is like, "Man, why is everybody so obsessed with race here?" And Berta's like, "Oh, huh, white people problems." And she like she like Abed daps her up. And I'm like, that is, that is so funny because he's kind of like nice and he's yeah. like does that. Um, but then even um, whenever Luca, Troy, and Abed are playing the video game, and he's like, Bang, bang, go to your dog mother in hell. Ha 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 ha. Um, Britta comes in, um, is trying to like convince Troy and Abed that Luca is a war criminal. And then Abed's like, Well, you know, Luca, you can't borrow my Kick Puncher 3 DVD, but we can watch it together. And then, uh, Britta's like, Yes, maybe we do. Maybe we do. And Abed's just staring at is like, Would you please leave? Yeah. Um, and even at the end, whenever they, call out britta for um stealing the video she's like we have photo evidence of you video evidence of you taking the 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 TV." so you have a security uh, camera in your room
2: i'm making a very intense documentary
0: mostly it's me all watching episodes of something i don't know what he says it's one of those TV shows so
2: um
0: so already already abed is my lead in the class i've already i've blown my a plus in my lead in the class (laughs) pretty early but what do you guys think about a plus
2: scenes all that great stuff I had uh, Jeff saying, our school motto is lower your standards. Yeah, After- <laughs> it, But it's
1: not, though. It is Eplorb Saints. Mm. <laughs> that's a pretty good line. though. That was, yeah,
2: yeah. that's probably my favorite line from the episode. And then Troy goes uh, to, uh, goes to Britta, there's a difference between telling us a guy likes nipple play and telling us a guy makes hats out of baby. <laughs> Again, such a dark line. <laughs> like, whoa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Oh. Damn. Oh. Calm down, buddy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But even with, okay, so like you said that Jeff has that line that our school motto is lowering your standards. That whole scene though is really weird. like Because the context of that scene is that uh, Shirley and Andre are like bailing Jeff out of jail and like they're talking about everything and like everything that happens in that scene like doesn't, it's not sequential with each other because um, Andre or because Shirley wants to put Chang in prison and Andre is like, no, because you've always wanted what's best for our family. Look what happened the last time. And Shirley was like, So are you saying that you cheated because I wanted what was best for our family? And he's like, No, I cheated because I was a coward, but you still took me back because you can see the bad with the good. And then Jeff says, Well, yeah, our school motto is loyal your standards. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, nothing of what any of you just said is relating to what the other person said. Yeah. Like, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, it is gonna destroy I think the writers wanted to have some zingers and they're like, all right, we're gonna put them right here. And I get what they're trying to say, but if you think about it, like, Andre's like, no, I cheated because I was a coward, but I'm like, so why, so why did you even bring that up? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Or like, um, he's saying, oh, you took me back because you saw they like, go with the bad. And Jeff is like, well, it's what do you get for lowering your standards. Like, that's not
2: what Andre's saying, though. Like, yeah, it's, a- <laughs> it, yeah, that's my marked in red. So yeah. I've, I've already blown through all my stuff for the episode. So I'll show up for the rest of it. what do you think? what do you guys think of like the Chang, like running around the Chang, running around uh, the police, uh, like the police station? I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Officer
2: Babyhead. Uh, officer, officer Baby. <laughs> time, out. Yeah, time out. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's that.
1: It's Chang. It's fine. It. I'll just. Yeah, I'll blow my uh, marked in red now. I, this episode blows. It's not that funny, <laughs> and I just think the plots are so weak. But Chang, for as much as I don't love Chang after he gets fired as Spanish teacher, Chang like I season one, Chang's fine. After that, I don't love him. But I and I don't like the Shirley plot with you know, the pregnancy. But yeah. I do think in this episode he does kind of pull the weight of the episode a little bit. He's annoying. I mean, you're not supposed to like him because he's not a great person. But in terms of like the acting and like just the weight of the character in the episode, like he does Mm -hmm. kind of lead the way in terms of every scene. Really, just seems like he's in it. You know, he like when he comes in with the like the pipe and and or he puts (laughs) the siding on the side of the pool table (laughs) or sawing Jeff's table.
2: (laughs) Where do you keep getting? Don't don't (laughs) saw the floor. Do not saw the floor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So I I mean it's it's fine. I didn't really have any A plus for this episode but i mean that there's like a couple of good lines i do agree that the 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 britta and luca plot could have been probably like the main part of the episode they could have done more with it i didn't love the plot but it had promise but for the Diorama question um so the question we came up for this episode was what would your gift have been for Shirley's baby shower and looking at it as if you were one of the greendale 7 so don't just say oh i'd give this baby a 529 savings plan for his education <laughs> that's lame
0: what was the what was the one the Gerber baby life plan it was like? Just for just five cents a yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. By the time that baby's sixty, like, yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. It'll yeah, be a billion dollars. <laughs> baby gonna be rich. Yeah. A quarter every single day of the year will get you over a thousand dollars. No, it won't.
1: <laughs> so, so what I have decided, I think, if I was in community and we were at the baby shower, I think I probably would give Shirley a gift not necessarily for the baby but i'd be like hey this is for you as the mom and Mm. like you're going to be having a baby um and it would probably be like here's a scrapbook of all of the things that we've done so like while you're home with the baby you're missing us you can remember things (laughs) we've done you know yeah i feel like what you could have even like made a joke like because i feel like most of the jokes there's a joke that goes along
0: with them or most of the gifts is a joke you could have been like Oh, yeah, I got this for you, Shirley. And then everybody's like, but Ethan, like, that's not the point of a baby shower. The point is not for the mom, it's for the, the baby. What the heck, Ethan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or like the photos in the scrapbook. Like, Shirley's in them, but she's sort of like in the background or she's yeah. covered up. So like she's not
2: really in the photos. I like that. Yeah. Do you know, Jonathan, what you'd give? I'd give um, Andre another sweater. Like, just be- <laughs> my dad gave it to me. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> or just like uh, a thing of jello. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, something like, yeah, something like uh, that. <laughs> I I would want to think. Oh, sorry. Good, good old good old pre pre twenty seventeen Cosby. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. boy. <laughs> uh, you. Well, now I feel bad even. Sitting, no, I'm just kidding.
0: Uh, <laughs> mine was actually gonna be a uh, gift series of the Bill Cosby show. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I would like to think that um, my. So I may have mentioned it once or twice on this podcast, but I was a history major in college. so um, I feel like, especially as like a precursor to, to Lucas kind of character arc i would have given like uh a sort of like those like cardboard flip books but it's like baby's first genocide or baby's first <laughs> war and so like it shows like hi, like very specific examples like old testament stuff because like i know that shirley loves christianity like but then moses had all of the idolaters uh, uh beheaded and then uh, david <laughs> was told to go collect 104 skins for salt like it would have been something like it's like you know, it's still A very like graphic, very graphic, yeah. graphic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I do something like That's that, hilarious. and be like, Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate your care for the gospel, All right? So, it's something kind of like that, I would have done uh, for for the gifts, but uh, for leading the class, I already said it was Abed, um, just because of his line delivery. I think that these series of episodes that we're in right now, it's peak Abed, peak DDPD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My
2: hat is off to you, Abed Nadir. I went with Luca uh first off sick name yeah and then also he seems like a pretty cool dude honestly minus like the genocide the but jacket, honestly, right like allegedly I, we, we weren't there that i can right? us-
1: <laughs> i can excuse genocide but i draw the line you <laughs> can excuse you genocide? genocide yeah spencer i have woman in here man
0: knows yeah. that to really kill the vibe
1: <laughs> i went with andre um i feel like he's kind of been just a minor, I mean, he is a minor character. He's not a main character, but he hasn't really had much screen time yet. Besides more of just like mm-hmm. a joke of like, yeah, he cheated on Shirley and whatever. But he's kind of honestly like an OG. <laughs> like, he's well, I'm going to consider that point missed. Yeah. I mean, he's really, yeah. I've, I've like that scene with Chang and Shirley and Jeff at the police station. Like, Andre is really the only one that's speaking sense. Mm-hmm. And I just want
0: to say, I think I brought this up before in the podcast, but then in season four or five, uh, uh, Andre leaves Shirley again because. Shirley is, like being selfish. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, he leaves her again, yeah. and we don't hear anything. Like, what's the point of him doing all of this good acting in this and this part of the show? And it's almost like he's like overcompensating for cheating on her. And then like, there's no payoff,
1: right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. probably just that Malcolm Jamal Warner didn't come back to play Andre, so they just had to write him yeah, off. That's you know? fair. I mean, it's fair. Like, but why still,
2: isn't Shirley's husband being shown on the show? Quick anyway, question like, with the uh, with Andre too. Okay, he said I've been a I've been a father for 11 years and a good like one for nine. For nine. Of to add up, like on the timeline, at all? I mean, all? maybe I feel like we're in season two,
0: so if if uh, if he cheated on her right before she came yeah, you're to you're right. You're right. Okay,
2: that, and then that, two years later, they're back together. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I forgot they're, that like we're, we're yeah, because the kids are already like ten or eight or I 10 could, or
1: yeah, probably. I see the oldest one being eleven. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. So
2: we can cut it. Go for
1: it. No, no. We're, we're, I was just I was thinking about uh,
0: our mom's name was LaQuanda. Hey, that's racist. Yeah. Wait, isn't your is your mom actually named? Yeah, you should have known that.
1: Dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Like that scene, and like Chang in the police station. He's annoying, but he. That's he kind of does a good job. Hello, like, police. How much kids. do you pay for anonymous tips? Yeah.
0: Okay, this one's on me. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> yeah.
1: good. Or uh,
0: <laughs> I'm nuts, Jeff. Get with the program.
1: Very much so. I mean, have we kind of covered the marked in red? I don't know, Jonathan. Have you complained that much about the episode yet?
2: I'd say just like screw Britta for like.
1: <laughs> no, that's not what she said.
0: That's not what she wrote <laughs> down.
2: F Britta for being. A <laughs> but really, though, I just like uh, just i i believe i believe in friendship you know and mm-hmm. i believe in like if your friends ask you to do something like yeah. just straight up like like just, but i really like him like straight, like again like yeah i'm sorry but like no, no, no nobody likes the phrase you know there's a lot of fish in the sea but like
0: my most recent instagram oh, so,
2: it you. <laughs> hilarious <laughs> caption <honestly. laughs> thank you thank <laughs> you even 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 sam thought so yeah <laughs> but who's sam Oh, just, Sorry. just just a person. Uh, re- my, reacted person. My, my, my hypothetical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> if I was going to be, yeah. her name would be. Yes. Yes, thank you.
2: <laughs> but, um, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Um, but yeah, screw Britta for like trying to get with Luca. It's just it, it's super frustrating. And I think the, I think what the
0: show is trying to get you to feel because Troy and Abed go apologize to her later of like, oh, well, but they shouldn't have been so harsh on her for ruining guys. Like, but nobody likes that either. Like if you have a friend and then somebody like kind of makes that person theirs, then you're like, what the heck? Like I got to hang out with them first. Right. Yeah. Well, but exactly. So
1: their, their issue wasn't that she was dating them is that one ever they broke up, she would tell them weird things. Right, about Right. But that's, that's what I'm saying is like, she would make that person hers by telling them those things. So, so then, but so then they didn't say like they could be friends with them. So why, but why couldn't Britta and them just come to a compromise that Britta, you can date guys you're friends with. Just don't tell us anything well, that's, about that's them.
0: That's what, that's what this episode is for though.
1: That's not what happens, though. The point is that they make a big deal about her dating anybody at all. No, they with.
0: make a big deal about her telling things about them.
1: Right. Yeah, well, I, why don't they just tell her, if you don't tell us anything, you can still date our friends? Because they just tell her, don't date him. They say, hands off, Luca, you can't date because him. Because they know that she does that every single time. And so, like, I get, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, exactly. I guess, I, on the one hand, I get it. I, but...
0: On the other hand, Dan, 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 what are you doing,
1: man? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, Come on. Why, who are they to tell Britta that if she's attracted to somebody that she can't date him? Hmm. Like, she likes there. him. Yeah. So maybe they're just so exasperated like, oh, another time or mm-hmm. Britta. And it, it's supposed to be played for laughs it's like, oh, Britta, you're the worst. You ruined a guy for us that we're <laughs> friends with. But I don't know. It,
2: do you have a rating for this episode, Jonathan? I'd probably say, into my head, I right now I have like six and a half out of ten. I did laugh. Like, I would say that. Other other thing I would say, like, I just wish when Cheng decided to be an adult. Actually, speaking of the whole like Cheng being an adult storyline. I do like his cardigan. I'll give, I'll give him that. His yellow that cardigan is, nice. is very nice. Well, the thing I don't get is that, like, okay, if, okay, I'm Jeff. I'm, uh, what's her name? Shirley asked me to convince Chang to grow up and, like, or, sorry. To get to for forfeit parental rights. Yes, yeah, forfeit parental rights. My my pitch to Chang is, hey, man, step you know, step your life up, get out of my apartment, and maybe she'd let you be in, be in her life. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see how, gosh, what should I say? I think I think I kind of get what you're saying of like if he would have lost my thoughts. I, I think course.
0: I think if he was sincere about it, yes. But I think I think the whole crux of the episode was that he wasn't sincere. Like he was yes, just trying yes, to get thank you, thank Chang you. out of it, and because <laughs> Pierce is, or uh, Jeff is the worst, right? Yeah. Well, but um,
1: Chang misunderstood what Jeff was saying. I mean, Jeff was being selfish, wanting him out, but he was just saying if you get your life together, that makes you a more responsible adult, or somebody might let you be a father of their kids. But Chang takes that as, oh, so you're saying if I get a job, I can be the dad? You know, he mm-hmm. kind of takes it like misunder- misinterprets. What Jeff's saying although Jeff is also saying it out of selfishness mm-hmm. so probably he could have been a little more and see this this you know part this part of this show makes me kind of like
0: like shocked that um like Jeff actually does put a put you know put a limb out for Chang like by letting him stay in his apartment mm. and Chang never like respects like appreciates that like later on whenever he's the dictator Chang and he tries to like straight up kill Jeff like they never mention that like oh you actually let me stay with you for a while and i think that's supposed to be kind of annulled by um jeff saying like you're a terrible person and i don't care what happens to you You you're going to be long gone by the time we get out of here like so Mm -hmm. so maybe that is i don't remember what you even asked us to begin with about that but but just kind of but just kind of like there's a world where maybe shane could have actually had a part in the baby's
2: life yeah like well like if jeff actually does what he's supposed to do like I think there's a there's a there's a win 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 situation mm-hmm. that that was missed. But I also wish that Chang like actually got a chance to teach Spanish again because like that was actually a fun part of the like the show. Yeah, thing, yeah, you know, el, like, yeah. El Tigre, yeah. <laughs> and like I don't know, you, like you learn a few things if you pay attention, and I don't know. It's, yeah, it's fun. But I'd say six and a half out of ten. E bingo was El Nemo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> What's that?
0: I hate in chosen movies where like that's the joke is like, oh, they can't really sing. They're playing they're singing this song in different ways. Like <laughs> uh, I'm gonna
1: you should knock a half, half point off of your rating for just that one. Fair enough. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. i <laughs>
2: Close to a five to so. us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I give it a six out of ten as well. Um I just didn't laugh that much at this episode and none of the plots really made me interested. You know, it was just kind of like we have to get this episode across so we can advance the plot with Shirley and Chang is really what it was for. Um And then they just threw Britta, Troy and Abed like plot with mm. just to give them something to mm-hmm. do, I guess. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think the, in theory, this episode is important. If you look at it as like, okay, yeah, Chang needs to get his life together. And mm-hmm. like, we need to find another direction for Chang to go. Like I, I, this is a new step for him is like, is it going to be a dad? Is it going to get his life together? But I just think the execution was bad on this episode. Really. I think mm-hmm. that they could have done a lot better job with the plots with Luca being, uh, you know, that's a, like a classic sitcom trope where, you know, you find out the guy's actually not a good person. It usually it's not this drastic where he was like a genocidal murderer, but you know, <laughs> cleansing the motherland. With, yeah.
0: <laughs> cleansing the,
1: um, motherland, who's people who stole my village. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I missed him running away from our tanks as we approach. Yeah.
1: I, it's fine. episode. it's, it's, it's not a fine episode. It's, it's a mid Monday night football. It's now it's a, you mean a Thursday night. You're saying it's that bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I
0: don't think, I don't think it's Thursday night football bad. Um, I think again, I feel like what happened is that they realized that Shirley didn't really have a whole lot of a character besides like, Oh, I'm a Christian and I'm, I'm bigoted. Um, so in the season two, they're like, Oh, we're going to really lean into her being a mom. And so they gave her the pregnancy plot as a way to like make her relevant. Um, I don't think they really succeeded personally in that um because most of even in season two most of her um most of her character like her most of her episodes are her as being pregnant right so i feel like this episode kind of was the um we were kind of being forced to realize that fact of like oh whether we like it or not shirley's whole character in the show right now is oh i'm pregnant and i want to get my family back together and oh there's this weird asian guy who's trying to get in on it um <laughs> so personally i i really wish that they would have put chang away i feel like that would have made more sense for him to come mm-hmm. back as like a dictator of the college um because as i'm watching the show i'm like it can't be that easy right like they can't just put chang away for prison like i, I want i wanted that to happen because again Cheng was just kind of the worst and i feel like the the Luca plot it's a lot of fun like the Troy and Abed are playing games with him, and I always love in, in movies and TV show where they like create a game mm-hmm. and people play it yeah um, granted I always hate the whole like
2: clicking the buttons on the <laughs> control uh, <laughs> nobody does that yeah. Yeah. yeah it's basically like what was it like Eastern European GTA what they're playing pretty, yeah. pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> Luke was gonna show us how I to the, break, the, <laughs>
0: spirit of the,
2: <laughs> break the, the village of an entire spirit by
0: uh, poisoning or murdering their livestock and poisoning their water yeah that's <laughs> yeah. a good line by um, Abed <laughs> so I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like if this episode was gonna be working better for me, I think the fact that Britta is in it, not the fact that she's the worst. I think just <laughs> it's it's like frustrating to watch. Of like, mm. I think what could have been better is if you remove the whole like, oh, we don't want you to date him and you ruin him for us. I think it could have been fine if Troy and, and Abed meet Luca in like anthropology whatever, a class, and they hang out with him and they're having fun. They don't know that Britta also has met him and she finds out all the terrible things about him, but they still think, Oh no, Luke is awesome. He showed us how like, play video games. That would, that would kind of take away the whole like, Oh, well, Britta, you knew this was going to happen whenever you dated yeah. him. Um, I felt like that would have made it a more like easier episode to watch where you're not like, Oh my gosh, just talk to each other. That's true. Right. Yeah, like yeah. most, like as much as we love Frasier, most episodes devolve down into like if Frasier would just talk to people and like not try to figure out himself. He would, be fine mm-hmm. um like oh well i've got somebody in the bathroom another woman in the kitchen another woman yeah. in the bedroom oh, 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 <laughs> yeah. he like walks runs yeah. with his hands up like, <laughs> you know like that um frazier where's <laughs> Fraser? where's my beer <laughs> <laughs> ah valentine's yeah. i think i can keep this one as they get for an extra can um, <laughs> So I'm gonna give this episode a uh, colonial pen program out of Gerber Baby Life because <laughs> as a kid, um, we'd be watching like Saturday morning cartoons, and there was always like the Alec Trebek commercial and that would come on. And I was like, eh, Trebek, yeah. that's more for old people. Um, and then the Gerber Baby Life, and I was like, oh, you know, I want, I want to know that my aunt. K- cares about me enough to pay five cents a day like <laughs> so that would be the peak. so i'm gonna give it a, a colonial pen program out of the uh, gerber baby life but uh, any other any closing thoughts gentlemen before we segue out with that bumping theme song Bye. all right well you better you better turn it up to 11 folks because this has been an episode of you're already accepted a community watch y'all have a great day we'll see you next week